2: The following podcast contains drop-based accomplishments, electronic mail, the start of a bitter feud with a theme park award show organization, and a look at the dark arts at Hogwarts Castle show at Universal Studios. Expecto Patronum, it's podcast The Ride.
3: Welcome to Podcast The Ride, hosted by three guys who now have all helped a certain raccoon break his friends out of the world's most high-stakes gantry lift. Oh my god. I'm Scott Gardner, the bravest guy. Joined by Mike Carlson and Jason Sheridan, who proved their bravery long ago, but for Whoa. me, it's hot off the presses. I am it's center- done. It's been done.
2: I will keep wanting to interrupt you because I'm still so, so shocked.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to play it real smooth okay. like nothing was going on. I It just suddenly, it's it struck me and I did it. I'm talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout. Wow. Obviously, you didn't, if you didn't know. We all know what happens now. We know about the hand scan. His hands don't scan. That- Ants don't scan. my hands don't scan. Uh, my lot. hands do scan.
2: I need to get the clearance so you guys can get up the lift or whatever he says. If you know
3: anything about biology, you know that <laughs> raccoon hands don't scan. Famously. You'll learn that in school. My hands don't scan.
2: I always like he goes like up on that one, I feel like, when he's doing oh, that. Oh my thing.
3: hands don't scan. They never do. I <laughs> need your up. My name's Rock. Go right through. Wow. when when the fuck did you do this, Scott? Um uh I was at the park yesterday. I was wondering if this was the day because I uh if you heard the Tokyo episode I braved the Tower of Terror I liked it so much I did it 3 times all told but still Aaron had warned me Guardians more intense Definitely yeah. more intense For sure uh, But I had a trick up my sleeve Which was drinking a lot of wine Oh yeah Which certainly helps to <laughs> Soften what was scary about it, uh, it uh, just All you- it took was two glasses of uh, <laughs> uh, of Chardonnay and a, and, a, and a red trolley ale And uh, suddenly <laughs> I was blasting off with all my buds With uh, you know Strongo And Blue Girl And uh, all of them That's not so much a trick So much as a lifestyle Yeah <laughs> <laughs> so hey it's a hey if it works yeah. <laughs> um i well everyone this is now i think the third in my Trilogy of bravery, (laughs) uh, in that now I have you know I Tony got me on Splash Mountain. uh, I started doing Incredicoaster and and, then Tower of Terror, and I guess then relatedly Guardians of the Galaxy. This was sort of like the so now X two is the next yeah yeah. Now I'm prepped to go on you know the tenth scariest Six Flags (laughs) ride and still be really fucked up from it,
1: scary Um, by design and by like a fifteen year old running it.
3: Oh, yes. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm almost more scared of the ricketiness of a lot of those rides than, because at least these things are all scary, but smooth. Uh, um, Boy, that was one thing in Tokyo doing Space Mountain and having Space Mountain be like rickety again was, was definitely upset. It's a, it's, it's a more, it's tamer than other Space Mountains and yet more upsetting (laughs) because Hmm. it's, they haven't had the track redo. Uh, um, But anyway, it was, what what I was getting at was that uh, alcohol was involved in all of these bravery situations. But you know, uh, I, I, I needs my medicine, I guess. But it, you know, as I go forward, I think I can get to where I only need like a beer and a half to go on these scary. Work rides.
2: your way down. Yes. That's the way. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so you uh, did it once. I did. I did it the once. Um, I got uh, burning love uh-huh. was my Fun. sequence. Uh, though I was yelling the whole time and everyone was yelling the whole time. I feel like I barely heard the song and there's a (laughs) lot going on, but I kept my eyes open a lot more than I thought. I I was, I really thought the tower of terror was in Japan was going to be the gateway for me because now I could like, if I, if I was freaked out, I recognize the space now. I know where Mm. the handles are. (laughs) The view will seem familiar to me. Mm. So I looked, it all made sense, but Definitely more intense, for yeah. sure more intense. Uh, um, I had been so afraid w- with my no-launch-queen history. I was afraid, like, this is a drop ride and a launch combined, worst-case scenario, mm. but that part really didn't bother me, actually. It still is drops, are, are, the, are the big thing. Yeah. Um, and in this case, I think what ended up bugging me the most is that you, like as opposed to Tower Tokyo has like three drops ultimately. And you do feel like you get like solid footing here and there. Guardians, you're up and down and up and down. And they wobble you in between too. Oh yes. Even when you stop, that's a very good point. Even when, even when you are stopped quote unquote in the, in the show scenes, you're never really at rest. Right. And it worked out fine, especially with the cloak of (laughs) the cloak of wine. I, here's what I will say going to bed last night I was a little, like, weird from it. Really? Hmm. Does this make any sense? Does this sound familiar at all? I feel as if I was justifying it in my head as, like, if I had been in a centrifuge, I would probably be having weird phantom feelings later in the day. But I was having, like, weird nausea dizziness uh, way late, way delayed, like, at the end of the day. That's
1: weird. Doesn't sound
3: familiar at all? No. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to
1: think. I mean, if you're not used to it, I can kind of see that. That might be it. T- it's like sensations that are new to me.
2: Yeah. Also, do you think you're tense? How tense are you
3: on it? I was probably pretty tense. I'm like, I'm digging in on those handles I, for sure. I bet
2: that's it. Yeah. I bet yeah. that's sort of the feeling of like it's sticking with your body is when you're tense. Because when, when you're in a car wreck, they say you're not supposed to tense. Obviously, how are you going to ever figure that out? Like, Or know how to do that right mm-hmm. in the moment. But I bet it's similar where like your body, like since you were so tense, it's like got the memory of it. And you're, yeah. like, reliving it a little bit.
3: Well, and the, in my... Like, as with all of these things, you know, space or Splash Madden freaked me out because I was scared of the Ernest special. Tower <laughs> of Terrors freaked me out for a long time because the one time I did it in 2005 was so crazy. To, it was, like, way too advanced for me, thrill-wise. Mm-hmm. And I totally freaked out. And I think I couldn't find the handles. And I was, like, clawing <laughs> against the cage wall, <laughs> which is why still, in both towers, I went... Uh, Aaron was like, "Do you want to go against the wall?" And I was like, "No, no, 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 no." So you <laughs> I, don't. Want... I'm scared of the wall. I think from uh, uh, my first experience, I'm still oh. like, so yeah. what... I have like, like you know, uh, like weird <laughs> shattered <laughs> uh, memories from hmm. that. Like because uh, that seems comfortable to me. If mm-hmm. you're scared, is like the back corner wall, sort of. I, think, I really think I, I think something happened And I couldn't find the handle And then I was like Trying to find it later And clawing against the wall As if trying to Get out of a cage <laughs> Doesn't that sound scary? Yeah Can you see why I wouldn't have kept doing it? Yeah, a I, caged animal trying to escape. That was me in <laughs> 2005. But today, 2019. Wow. Um, uh, Mr. Triumph, which is one of the, the names of one of the Guardians, correct? Mm-hmm. As Mr. Far Triumph. I know. Mr. Yeah. Triumph. That's pl- He's played by uh, uh, um, John Cena. <laughs> oh, yes, that's what I thought. <laughs> a mo capped John Cena. Yeah. And he's very small. He's like two feet tall. They mo cap squish him, right? Yep. I haven't yeah. seen the films, so I'd. Uh, Mr. Triumph. As far this is know. a
1: billion dollar franchise you're just giving away right now <laughs> um, i do have to say to spoil it. um uh some of the seats you get the music better yes. like some of the seats uh, really? you hit the speakers better uh-huh.
2: yeah a lot because uh-huh. yeah some in the back i think you don't hear it as as well no. okay
3: that might be true i none of these times now have i been in the front row i i, I would like to be um now you were saying that maybe the way to, to break me out of it is just like ripping through three in a row. Yes. I think from the nausea, which in a way I still feel right now as I r- record this, I think three in a row would, f- would fuck me up. Hmm. I, mm. I think that that's too much like gravity shift for me or something.
2: I guess. Yeah. I, I think it was just sort of the, cause, cause being comfortable is the issue. So yeah. I don't know. Like, it depends if that would make you comfortable or not. Because mm-hmm. yeah, I guess if you're having like fl- war flashbacks right now, still too. That's two the yesterday. word I was searching
3: for. Yes, where well, I
1: well, PTSD. still from 2005. Yeah. It's PTSD. Yeah. Did you? How soon after had you? When did, had you eaten? Uh, I I had a pretty hearty churro
3: <laughs> probably an hour before. An hour? Okay. Which by the way, I another thing Tokyo Disney taught me: churros with stuff on them. Better than regular churros. Mm -hmm. We had this Nemo churro that was so good. And Aaron got a birthday churro that's available right now. So much better than regular churro. Got a lot of fun churros. It was like a sugar cookie combined with a churro. No more plain churros for me. (laughs) I've learned my lesson. There's well,
1: a, that price, that price keeps going up, you know, and they don't a, get any It is any a bigger. ton
3: of money for uh, <laughs> one stick. That is certainly true.
2: You get the same amount of food at, at Taco Bell and they're like cinnamon sticks for like 79 cents sure. or something yes. for like $7 yeah, dollars yeah. at Disney.
1: Uh, at Universal, a butter beer with tax is up to like $8. Hmm. Hmm. They were like 5 when oh really? Oh, okay, yeah.
3: I had nothing to compare it to. Hey, again, prices in Tokyo pretty reasonable, and With yeah. that, yeah. uh, that yen conversion. I I, I do miss that, uh, but anyway, I'm doing it. I think it's in the rotation, despite my mm-hmm. uh, well, I guess what still is my current PTSD. But uh, uh, well,
2: uh, we'll obviously do a full review after you know you're totally comfortable. But just overall, see some more from what you saw through the like. Very closed eyes. <laughs> what did you? Just an overall impression. I
3: watched a lot. I really did. Yeah. I swear that I did. And the and the photo will will attest to that. There is there's a photo. I need to I need to download it. But uh, uh, I my yes eyes open on the drop. Uh, it was great. All the scenes are great. I can't, I have no idea what's going on. I haven't seen these mm. movies, but uh, sure. And it's very manic. But uh, um, do you think a lot, a lot of fun. Love the screens. Uh, they they like they look good. It is such mm. a like bright sharp kind of screen. That
1: might mm. be the Best looking current theme park screen, I would say. Maybe so. I can't
3: compare. I don't know, like about the like sort of supplemental screens on Avatar, but yeah, um, it could be. Th- those might be better. But yeah, I boy, they really boom through the room. Mm-hmm. I guess I prefer Tokyo and the and the and the idol and all sure, that. Yeah. Um, but uh, the ride itself, story is- wise and scene wise, but it's I I like that they're different. Yeah. flavors. I don't know why with everybody fighting to keep it uh, Twilight Zone, and by fighting I mean complaining and having mm-hmm. no power to do anything right. about it. Uh, I really like that they're all different. Yeah. That it's the the same genre of ride that now in two places is Twilight Zone. In one is this totally original story about a high tower, and one is a mm-hmm. a franchise. Uh, it's like how how I really like that there's all the haunted mansions are a little different, and then there's Phantom Manor, and then there's mm-hmm. uh, Mystic Manor, Mystic Manor, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, so I don't know, they're just totally different flavors i have no complaints i'm not upset about plot holes in the in the ride Mm -hmm. i feel fine uh um yeah i don't know how do you how do you feel about uh i mean i know you like the ride a lot uh do do you feel similar um compared to to twilight zone yeah i mean i think
2: especially with what we said what we've said before where it was like that was the weakest one Mm -hmm. or one of the weakest ones of of Tower of Terror so yeah this is much better I think yeah, the ride itself is longer And is the most fun of the actual Physical sensation of dropping yeah. I like that it's crazy and it goes up And down and yeah. it's always different and I
3: seriously am like feeling It in like my you, body it's like I'm coming down really? From some trip That's or something it, it's, it happened to me as a kid if I, if I went Boogie boarding for a long time then I'd Be going to bed and I'd be feeling like That's the like Phantom a, motion of the waves I've Way been, later in the day I've had that on a Boat Okay, yeah, 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 it's similar to that, yes Because you do go up and down, and
2: when you're up and down in between the drops It is a little bit like an ocean, like a little bit of a, like you're on a boogie board Or like a, yeah. you're just sitting idly yeah. in a boat Yeah, you have
3: no firm footing This also combined with, I, I'm still not that far out from my Tokyo trip I've had Tokyo Disney dreams every single night Whoa. since I left
2: <laughs> wow. Just
3: constant Wow uh, uh, Including that when I got home I was so weird and jet lagged that I took a nap immediately at two in the afternoon. <laughs> and there, That's not there's weird. just like, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Fuck me up for a little while. But at, in the afternoon, there's just like yellow, golden light flooding into the room, which turned into dreams about. Easter and Gudatama <laughs> and all of the egg content yeah. in Tokyo. I had wonder. They've all been great dreams. Yeah, I wow. want to stay in this place where I'm like I get to still live in Tokyo in my dreams for a third of every day. <sighs> it rules. Yeah, it sounds great. I had a dream I couldn't find the dog last night, and I woke <laughs> up like in a panic, in an angry panic. <laughs> Like, who let him out? If only you could go back to your beloved checking dreams. Oh, no, that's the best. I've said
2: on the show before, did I say I had a dream about Star Wars Land Hotel? Where it was like a really realistic Star Wars Land Hotel, where you had to get like decontaminated before going into space, and you were like naked in showers. Jesus. Oh.
1: Horrifying. A <laughs> oh, theme is God. hallmark of the Star Wars films. Well, I mean, like
2: it was like a weird sci-fi yeah, movie, yeah. but like how you would actually maybe have to get decontaminated, and it was like a real brutal, <laughs> gross process. Checked up your butt. But? uh no but nothing in the butt no but butt i was shakes. naked you oh. know yeah my shame my shame <laughs> was that's what you call it right with you, an,
3: an audience of like 500 stormtroopers who never, all like point at
2: you there were stormtroopers, but they weren't pointing but there were just a bunch of other humans all like naked walking through these like bleak corridors <laughs> uh that's you know, yeah you sound like you're doing better in the dreams department than I am
3: uh they've been pretty they've been pretty nice lately and hopefully hopefully guardians uh helps keep that up anyway I'm sorry I know I keep I know how this is supposed to go is that we're supposed to stretch this into four episodes of content but instead what yes. I do is I drink a beer and then I do the thing that scares me well, it's working for me and uh uh I this, this hey, this podcast has it made me get over fears that I've had for decades, <laughs> yeah. and if it, it feels great, uh, good justification to do it.
2: Well, sure. we'll draw, we'll draw out you going on all like six times in a row to get all six songs or something. Like we'll make that an event, maybe oh, the God. day where you have to do all six. Oh, that's good. Or monsters think I, I,
3: after dark, which is my favorite of all the profiles. Do you think it's is it well? Is it more intense? And does it being generally scarier affect the the it's thrill n- level? I think it's,
1: it's scarier because you don't know what the song. Like, you can't latch on to, like, I know this song. It's it, just, it might uh, be a song
3: that never ends.
1: Like it, Does this song go for 24 oh, minutes? it kind of doesn't. It's much like comic <laughs> it, books are all second act, as we're all about to learn or have learned at this point. Mm. Uh, with no real conclusion, the Monsters <laughs> After Dark song just repeats and repeats. Oof. I love it.
2: Huh? Um, uh, no, it's the same ride profile as one of the six it's just a different song. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the vibe inside is a little different and it's cool. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's as far as actually physically being on there. It's not, it's not a ton scarier. Okay. It's a little, okay. it's like, it's not, I think ghost galaxy is even a little scarier, honestly. Well, that a last little. hit at the end. Yeah. Dear God. Ghost galaxy is a little scarier. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I'll keep building. And then, uh, yeah, maybe this is, maybe I've built up to where I have like a, a six flags handicap. I have like a, Yeah, like a 15 (laughs) handicap as far as Uh uh, you got to grade me on a curve when it comes to real thrill rides. But I'm getting there. Progress. Uh, Uh, Great. Yes. Congratulations. Happy to report it. Um, And that's just one. That's just one part of a little grab bag episode that we're doing where we'll answer some of your questions. But Mm -hmm. first, uh, you know, still some business to take care of. Post-Tokyo, you guys were up to some stuff, and mm-hmm. I don't even know what it was. I hear there were some dark arts involved, <laughs> but some other adventures as well. Hey, uh, as the ride would say, hit me with your best shot. <laughs> uh, what do you got? Very good segue. Uh,
2: yeah, so Universal Hollywood, very kind to invite Podcast the Ride to a press event for the new dark arts Uh, What's it called? Dark Arts at Hogwarts Castle. Dark Arts at Hogwarts
1: Castle. It's It's a a new nighttime projection mapping show, although that kind of undersells like what it it is. A little little
2: more than that. They
1: they sort of I mean, they've done a few projection kind of shows on the Hogwarts Castle. um, And this one, I think they they plussed up their own thing. Like there's a lot more effects. There's some fog effects. Um, Fire. There's fire. Um, and the grand finale the which grand do you know finale, Scott do you know what the grand finale is do not alright oh. spoilers al- should we spoiler yeah, alert spoiler yes. alert uh, jump ahead a few minutes if you don't know want to hear about this um, it's a massive fleet of drones that forms oh. an, uh, a patro- I believe an, Patronus uh, yeah, a Perry's Patronus, Patronus which elk. is
2: like an elk yeah. and it moves it lifts its, its legs. I should show you a little clip here I thought Please it was uh, just going to be
1: like oh yeah look it's drones it's like twinkling lights but then it formed a ship shape I've wow. uh, lifted its leg. So, this and, is where
3: finally the drone technology we've been hearing about for a long time really, there, there's been like a quiet drone war between Disney and Universal, and it seems like Universal won. Well, we got they got it out sooner.
1: Yeah, Disney was testing out a holiday kind of drone show at Disney Springs. It was pretty um, short, but I think this might be the first in-park one mm. and a good place to do it, Universal Hollywood, because you have a whole empty movie studio backlot to take off and land those those things from Mm -hmm.
3: due to tax breaks happening in other states and countries it is an empty studio lot so well plenty of room to do whatever they want just avoid the set of superstore the only show
1: that exists yes um but yeah it was very cool uh to see i took some pictures but it's it's nighttime it's hard yeah it's hard to 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 sort of
2: see i mean i don't like can you see that Scott? Can you move over?
3: Is that- mm-hmm. To the left. All
2: visible? You see it at all?
3: Uh only the tiniest oh I see oh I see the elk well from here it just it looks like a magic eye but I'm sure it's much bright oh look oh my god it turns its head in a very subtle manner
1: lifts its leg it's it's really quite impressive takes
3: a piss (laughs) flowing really realistic drone piss gets shot by a hunter
1: (laughs) A hunter's drone
3: arrow (laughs) its son cries yeah Uh,
1: now of course like fireworks drones have their own uh, uh, issues I've nights where they do the show, but because of the winds uh, that we've been having in L.A., they haven't done the drone sequence. Okay. We also saw a little inadvertent behind the scenes because a helicopter flew by probably more than a mile away. And I think the drones have automatic <laughs> re- warning lights. So as they were resetting, it kind of... <laughs> Popped up, but they oh. were pretty far out of view at this point. They were headed back to base. They were and headed. There, a back.
2: helicopter flew by, and all of a sudden, they all shot up, like turned red. We were like, "Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen."
1: No, That's that was scary. after at the end. It was okay. yeah, after the show was over. So, uh, and honestly, for what we like was more cool. They were like, "Yeah, yeah, we want to see, we want to see the seams." But yeah, uh, and know about the safety procedures. Yeah, the yeah show is one thing, but
3: what happens if they get shot at? Right. Yeah.
2: We wanted to warn the helicopter too. So, uh, uh, but a,
1: a fun, a nice show, a good length. It's um, like, uh,
2: yeah, they, they did it before, but it's like, uh, is it Dumbledore talking? Is he
1: Dumbledore talking? And then Voldemort shows up and destroys the castle. Yeah. So it's like. The idea is that they're
2: just getting attacked by dementors, dementors yeah. and death eaters mm-hmm. and then there's like spiders crawling up the castle and skulls and, and then the, like magic sweeps it away.
1: The storefront of Borgin and Burks, the uh, nocturne alley. Uh, yeah. which I was reading about because I was like, well, how does this place still get a lease if it's where all the evil people buy their stuff? And the reason is that in the Harry Potter universe, it acts as like a pawn shop. Mm-hmm. And so that's what they... That's their front? That's like, yeah, that's the justification. And But it's always... There's always stuff being sold or, or mm. bought there or discovered there that has larger implications.
2: Mm. Um, but the projections, yeah, the projections are very cool. Um, fire because they shoot fire out of the castle. Essentially, hmm. um, let's see here. I'm looking, scrolling through it. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty scary. The music's very cool. I, I do think it's like um, with the Disney castle uh, projections, it's like they're not. Uh, destroying the castle <laughs> Or yeah. like attacking it really mm-hmm. So it's like they, they, they change the castle To look like different stuff But it's, it's kind of It's less narrative Okay And this show is a little bit More narrative I kind of My only maybe one Plus up would be like I'd love like more, like, little wizards, like, saving the castle. Yeah. The it's castle kind of like,
1: puts itself back together as the lights come on and you're filing out.
2: Yeah, but that's a real minor gripe. I mean, what, are we going to have tiny
3: little projections of wizards <laughs> on little brooms? Yeah. Maybe. Doing a little cleanup effort, yeah. Doing a little cleanup. Um, um, it's, hey, the, the, yeah, the fact that they are willing to be a little more, like, scary, uh, violent with it, that's that's the universal voice yeah. in action. Yeah, And uh, I think it's neat that they are expanding their nighttime offerings because the history of universal had, this might be a, a weird fun second gate episode is like all of their attempts at nighttime entertainment. Yes. Cause there are a few and I don't, they're pretty spotty. There's a lot that happened for six months and we're never tried again. Mm-hmm. I know for a while, they had the magicians, the Pen Dragons, doing shows every night. I mean, I guess Hall- Halloween Horror Nights, you know, is a big nighttime yeah uh, But I feel like they've tried and in, and in Florida too, like Fantasmic esque things along the stunt shows along the Lagoon or whatever. Uh, but they've never really found one that sticks. And I think it's cool that uh, Harry Potter's the the opportunity for them to do their version of a fireworks show. Sure,
1: yeah. Hollywood's kind of in a weird spot where there's so many neighborhoods around it and a major mm-hmm. freeway and. So they can't really shoot off fireworks every night.
2: Uh, Well, our friend lives over right across the street, and when he takes his dog out, he said he can just see the draw. He can see the elk. Yeah like you just see it so like you can obviously view a lot of this stuff from very close nearby. It's a weird
3: thing in general that living around here that whenever you're driving on the 101 very often you see like a flare go up from Waterworld or (laughs) yeah or at night like a brief hit of Harry Potter fireworks and you're coming down uh, Olive or Barham just one of the many benefits of living in Los Angeles California get out here if you don't live here already
1: (laughs) It's one of plenty of of room. Get out. Rents are great. It's one of the few. (laughs) Yeah, the rents are so good. It's one of the few things that's like in a montage sequence in a movie where you're like, this is a busy studio set, like, or even just like montages of like people in LA. Mm -hmm. It is one of the things where it's like, yeah, stuff happened. Movies are made. Excitement, you
3: know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You feel that Hollywood energy. Um, Hey, to that end, have you guys seen that ad for the Jurassic World? Ride yes. where like the backlot goes chaotic, and all of the like every type of movie and show is running away from the indominus. Yes, yeah. like showgirls and <laughs> vampires and astronauts. And and, yeah, <laughs> they are making every type of movie. Yeah, it's kind of corny, but I of course like. I do always like that in any Pee Wee Muppet show or Muppet movie, Blazing Saddles kind of setting where. All the movies are happening on the lot. I I do. I don't know. It it, it is a nice little callback. It worked
1: on me. Yeah,
2: it's good. It's got also in that little. It's got what I assume is a scene too at the end from the ride.
3: The like cracking glass.
2: Yeah, that's. Uh I think that's the first. I think that's the first scene, like the first section. Mm -hmm. That's my guess. Mm -hmm. And then on the on the newest mice chat podcast, I believe Doug Barnes lets it loose that uh, this is a very scary ride. uh Oh. That this, this ride, like, people are concerned uh, in the company uh, of how scary Jurassic World is going to be. Like, he says, I think, on Mice Chat that he wants to, like, p- there's some people that are thinking, maybe we have to dial this back.
3: Ooh, it's their <laughs> alien encounter. Yeah. Oh, my
2: uh, God. We got to get
1: there soon, then.
2: Well, I was going to say. Whenever they ha- open it. I hope they don't, I hope they dial it back a couple weeks after the press event. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't. I, I was always scared on that ride. I'm still a little bit freaked out when the dinosaur, when T-Rex comes out at the end. Yeah. I'm imagining what the difference might be now is that it's going to be dark. It's going to be very dark. There's going to be a lot of like all of a sudden lights shoot up and there's a dinosaur and it's a horrible noise. And mm-hmm. like, because the lift hill is pretty much lit uh, in Jurassic Park. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm guessing that it's going to be a lot of dark
3: scares the whole way scares the whole way Mm -hmm. uh, a
2: lot. Yeah, a lot less open air.
3: Well, I'm not going to be able to do it because I don't have a pass right now. And that is the reason it is not that I am scared. I uh-huh. obviously am very brave well, but- from my Guardian's news. So it really is just a logistics thing with the pass. <laughs> and otherwise, I'd be there in a second. It's just I can't. The I, really can't. I can't. I just can't pull that right now. No, the great
2: thing is, though, we have such a great relationship with Universal Studios that we'll obviously just get an invite to the well, press. event. you guys do.
3: They know your faces, but I'm going to be there. Like, who's this loser? I'm just going to feel like kind of a third and you guys don't want that I could spoil the whole relationship right, right. so I just I don't know if it's gonna work out oh, I, we'll I, I wish though I want to see that in Dominus I want all the scares <laughs> I love scares now too just like you Mike
2: <laughs> well look I know you're a changed man ever since Tokyo so I believe you I believe what you're saying 100% that that is the reason everyone
3: so. should don't take any tone that I'm using as anything but the truth right well in a couple of weeks so um, a couple of months I mean very soon I think this
2: is opening yeah so we'll see we'll see what happens Happens, could we build the saga out of that perhaps we could uh oh boy right. oh no now i'm sure i don't know i'm not saying you're even involved in the saga i'm just saying
1: we
3: could
2: turn it into a thing true true Look, uh,
1: scott ohana means family and family means no one gets left behind
3: <laughs> what's uh is there a hawaiian word for beer or wine <laughs> that's
2: oh there's got to oh. be a jurassic world beer that they're introducing now with the new land oh this i would hope would change the equation. Jurassic, uh, I know we already said
3: piss
1: on a the Red show. Ale. Jurassic
3: piss I was going to, like it's the piss of a rare dinosaur. <laughs> uh, or a, or dinosaur. a uh, why? Savignon Brontosaur. Oh yeah. They haven't
1: really touched on the idea in any of the movies of someone wanting to eat the dinosaurs, right?
2: You know what? Let's get on that the, feels let's like get a, get a missed opportunity. Call. Let's get on the phone with uh, Trevorrow and let's see. Maybe we can get f- that idea dial. in four. <laughs> The eating the dinosaurs. There's like some rich guys that want to eat the dinosaurs. And that's the whole movie.
3: <laughs> they didn't smiling. work as weapons and they didn't work as pets. But now another auction. We will be auctioning them. Uh, these dinosaurs to be cubed and uh, yeah. prepared for your enjoyment.
2: <laughs> and it's just a movie about people eating them. It's not even like a scary adventure movie.
3: <laughs> it's just, it's it's like just a, rich weirdos. It's yeah. like uh,
2: Chef. It's like Jean Favreau's Chef.
3: It does sound like a realistic entry in the strangest blockbuster franchise that has ever existed. For sure. One has a woman being murdered for no reason. Two is two movies Mm. split down the middle, two barely related films. Mm -hmm. Um, Gymnastics
1: plays a heavy role. No, we're talking about. I'm, well, oh, he's not, talking about the Jurassic I'm World about franchise, World, not oh, Park. But yes. You're, yes,
3: that's true too. Yeah. Though uh, that is strange... I like
1: Jurassic World too. Uh, yeah, it does mm. become like a Jurassic Park movie <laughs> halfway through. It becomes a haunted house movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch
3: the entire thing, so I can't.
1: I, I haven't seen okay. the second one.
3: I kind of enjoyed the auction. I'll say that.
2: Well, the fourth one will be hopefully Jason starring. And he'll be dining on a T-Rex. Mm, succulent.
1: <laughs> delicious.
2: He'll be doing a voice in the movie as I've well. I've
1: eaten every animal on this earth, and now I can finally say I eat the ones on a prehistoric earth.
2: What if it's like you playing like the owner of Jimmy John's, and you hunt them for sport, and then you eat them? Or then you sell them in your restaurant.
1: Oh, that'd be Jimmy grand. John's
2: if, number like
1: twenty if is do a dinosaur sub. A scene standing on the back of an open air jeep going like this is gonna be number twenty two. We got like ten different names we're trying to settle on. Where they're yelling over like the helicopter right. noise and the car noise. I right, Ceratops
3: great. will pair great on a sandwich with Swiss cheese. <laughs> Perhaps sauerkraut. <laughs> i don't this think
1: uh, once we do this we're gonna be losing so no one's gonna be buying turkey toms once we introduce this <laughs> t-rex toms t-rex toms that's on the list trust me
3: <laughs> it's all about you crushing togos into the ground yeah <laughs> sweet sweet dinosaur meat people are trying to be the first now to like cbd
2: and like vegan burgers but the jimmy johns franchise is trying to get the dinosaur first They're trying
3: to beat their competition mm, sure yeah there's probably a way to clone them to where they have CBD blood also. Oh, yeah. That's Jason's dream. Great. Their, their meat fills you up and their blood gets you high. <laughs> the ultimate animal.
2: Gosh, call Trevorrow. We'll, get,
3: we'll talk to him right after this. I think he would buy every one of yes. these ideas. Oh, my God. Um, um, like, And can Indian? we add a strange yeah. molestation plot? <laughs> then well, then, I'm very sold. Um, uh, that's a Book of Henry reference. It, yes, I didn't bring Just up molestation for no reason. That Just was uh, a reference to the film, The Book of Henry, but Just you in know case that.
2: You haven't seen it. We know
1: you have.
3: That is a spoiler about The Book of Henry. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of spoilers, I guess, in this episode to give. Um. The whole
1: movie is spoiled, like a spoiled egg or food. <laughs> One thing. <laughs> I was gonna
2: say tainted meat. The one yeah. guardians one of the ones guardians characters that's not on the ride is um, one of your favorite characters from Book of Henry, Doctor uh, David Daniels. Oh
1: yes, yes.
3: he plays Doctor David Daniels. He Hello, Ro- I'm Doctor David Daniels,
1: <laughs> a normal character who seems to have wandered in from a different movie. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he, he's wandered in from a soap opera from 1988. Yeah. Uh, He's Ronan the
2: Accuser in the Guardians and Guardians 1 and Captain Marvel, but he's not on the ride. So I'm that's I would have pointed that too bad is what I'm saying. Very low in
3: uh, Lee Pace content. Yeah. Who also is in he's Marmaduke's owner (laughs) in Marmaduke. Oh, and wow. there is a part where Marmaduke farts and he says, Oh, Marmaduke, what did you eat? <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's the clip number one in Lee Pace's acting reel. I hope that that's He doesn't need a reel, he's a pretty prominent
2: uh, yeah. performer. Yeah. Yeah i hope though he appears on the i assume the toon lagoon new e-ticket marmaduke ride that is coming soon to <laughs> islands of adventure oh
3: can you imagine <laughs> it's a screen ride the most realistic yeah, yeah photo real you could see every fur follicle you are you can Mar- smell the farts
2: you are marmaduke and then lee pace just scolds you through the whole ride
3: <laughs> no. look what you did You're going on a different diet. I don't want to smell another fart around here. Now we're describing it. This is like a nightmare. This is a dream you would have. Yeah, that really. I'm Marmaduke and Lee Pace is yelling at me. It's
2: Spider-Man Transformers ride vehicle. (laughs) That technology, but with just scenes of Lee Pace in a kitchen.
3: And this is your nightmare because you want rides where characters say that they're proud of you. Yes. So a a ride where a character scolds you.
2: I don't like it. Bad dog. Is the like ride <laughs>
1: vehicle simulating that you are Marmaduke? Yes, is that what like you're a, saying? It's Marmaduke's head. Oh, so at some point, like yeah. we would use the however many degrees of movement to like sit on yes. Lee Pace. We'll sit on
2: him because he's a Marmaduke. I love uh, it. Famously a giant dog. Giant Not dog. Not as big as Clifford, but pretty big when you consider the sizes of do- normal dogs.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, bigger, bigger than uh, Beethoven. For sure. And the point than. of Beethoven is that he's very big.
1: Holy shit. How has there never been a Marmaduke versus Beethoven
3: movie? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, We're wow. giving away too
1: many good movies. We're going
2: to keep pitches. these in our
3: pocket. That would tear apart the straight-to-video market. There'd, yeah. be, there'd be 10 of those within three years. And then Gosh. Clifford shows up in the post credit scene. <laughs> I'm, forming,
2: I'm, forming a team. <laughs> I'm forming a team of big dogs. <laughs> Large dogs all unite to save the world. <laughs>
1: I, it's, I, my, voice is very sad. I, I think you could also do it like the one. Fast and Oh no, in, it's it's McGruff. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm putting a team together. <laughs>
3: I'm putting a team together. But he in this cup first. Let me make sure you're clean.
1: I think you marry ideas like the one Fast and the Furious post credit sequence where they're like, we just got some weird news, and then they put down a file folder and it's Michelle Rodriguez's character who you think died in the last movie, but she's still alive. But like Mm. McGruff putting down a folder with Clifford's picture of like this (laughs) son of a bitch is still kicking. (laughs)
3: <laughs> he's managed to hide even though he's very big <laughs> he got oh. big i i suspect he got big off of uh performance enhancing drugs
1: mcgruff and clifford is the next Hobbs and shaw yeah I mean, it's gonna make
3: <laughs> we've already got sub franchises oh uh, the crazy. big dog cinematic universe <laughs> and everyone can wear those shirts too uh, I was gonna say he's, he's taking CGH, canine growth hormone. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, he's hopped up on dog schmack and he's ready to bite, but not crime.
1: There should be he's a. He's biting your bones. <laughs> These dogs are all too fucking big. <laughs> <laughs> we need to take them down a peg. Mm-hmm.
2: I like this. This is
3: good.
1: I really I love it.
3: like it. Uh, yeah. Maybe we need to put our heads together. I mean, like as franchise culture gets weirder and decays. Yeah. I think this is maybe our only ticket is to start just grabbing properties. Right. Nobody- yeah.
2: Ride them into hell. Like if, just all the way down the tunnel. Of- if
3: anyone would let properties be insane. I would be so... I would... I'd be pitching all the time, but I'm just... People are too scared.
1: That's yeah. the thing. Like, the Marvel and DC universes are so fucking bonkers because they've had to publish however many dozens of comics every month since Mm the forties and later the fifties and sixties, but just years and there's decades and decades of oddities and weirdness and Uh they barely scratch the surface in these movies. I
2: get the sense. I read that we're about to see this end game tonight. Very excited about it. Um, Uh, I I kind of feel like it might be weird. I think I read it might be weird. I'm hoping that it's very weird.
3: This is the general narrative as a Marvel outsider. The narrative is that the comics are weirder than the movies have gotten to be. And you like Marvel as kids because maybe it's weirder than DC. And that's what you... That's like... What your is that they're vaguely both, correct? Both weird. Okay, I, okay.
1: Both weird. More, um, more real lit. Like Marvel got the Marvel boom in the '60s was like this guy's a regular guy who gets powers. Peter Parker's a regular teenager. He's got regular teenage problems. The X Men are teenagers. They're they're outcasts. Okay. Um,
2: there was more personality in the yeah. books. Stanley, I think, whether he uh, stole everything from Kirby and Ditko, which probably. Uh, Whether he did that or not, (laughs) uh, the one thing I think you cannot take away from him is that his personality was in the books. So there was a kind of a fun tone overall. The whole that still is kind of on the line to this day, and I think that like sort of like that personality was a big part of like why I found it a little more accessible yeah sure sure it's like dc i think was not i mean you can find versions of everything now because it was just a little
1: stiffer a little safer now dc comics especially in the 50s were plenty weird and looking back on them the the more stiffness of the stories and the art only enhances the weirdness so it it is like different flavors
3: yeah Mm -hmm. um so the, the story i've heard is that uh, even though Stan Lee stole But before all that he uh, Clifford was stolen from him It was his <laughs> idea So it was like kind of his retribution to His million dollar ticket was ripped from his hands so The weirdest you, idea I ever conceived Cycles of dog. abuse
1: You repeat the abuse that was done to you
3: Yeah, it's almost like he couldn't help it um, yeah. But you still can't uh, forgive him <laughs> For no, <laughs> no, no! Of course not. Um, uh, well, right. what, do we, well we got, what do we do? Do you want? Should we, we take a quick break? Uh, well, we got a little thing. Let's t-
2: let's talk about this real quick, and then we'll take a little break before the mail. Okay, there's one little quick thing. It's not. Look, this this story doesn't have a satisfying ending. Mm. Um, but so. Uh, we've been talking for a while. There's a there's an organization called the Tia's mm-hmm. the, Oh no. Uh, yeah, Scott knows sort of where we're going here, and they have an award show, and this is for like basically a theme park organization, and it's they a have trade
1: group, trade group. There, yeah. thank
2: you. Mm-hmm. And they have an award show called the Thias, mm-hmm. which is a thing they host every year at the usually the Disneyland Hotel. I think it's probably been there every year. I like that. And that's fun. And I think a year ago, I started saying, you know, the three of us should host the (laughs) Thea's. Haha, that's funny. That's a funny joke or whatever. And some people maybe said, uh, don't do it. Uh, it's too long. It's too boring. What are you doing wasting your time? That didn't dissuade me at all, of course. But... <laughs> See, I, I
3: heard that part. That part <laughs> rang true to me. But let's hear it's a waste of for again, you. Again, there's
1: parallels in comics because the Eisner Awards, uh, the sort of Oscars of the comic book industry has over the years got, added more entertainers and comedians as presenters and sort of livened it up a little.
3: Mm-hmm. And the Golden mm-hmm. Globes were very stiff until that rascal Ricky Gervais showed up and mm-hmm. took a piss. All over all of it.
1: This motherfucker doesn't even believe in God. <laughs> He's nothing sacred. He's wild. He's wild.
2: <laughs> uh, so, uh, like a couple months ago, I just said, okay, maybe we're not going to host this year. Not this year. Um, but, you know, Podcasts are right. We have listeners. We have some, uh, I'd like to think we maybe have some influence or there's a value to uh, bringing us somewhere. So I emailed the Theas, uh, yeah. and and we got I a one said,
1: sheet. You know, we've got a professional we've presentation. In, we've, we've got, got logos, press, t-shirts, GQ, little what? Write-ups, GQ, GQ magazine, Wired, Wired? magazine, old mm. media baby. Yeah, uh,
3: we got that PR guy who we pay so much money yes. to. We're really taking a bath paying yeah. Jacob. Yeah. Jacob <laughs> is Jacob, uh, he's got hustle, working hard. Uh. <laughs> You can't get well, us in a Knott's
1: Berry farm We poached farm, him but. from Broadway World.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jacob on staff at Broadway World. Now he's full time uh, podcast, mm-hmm. uh, a PR guy.
2: Um, and we were sent back uh, a very, so yeah, just saying, hey, you know, we're a podcast. We'd, we'd love to come and cover the Theas. Uh, and we were sent an uh, email that I would call uh, insulting, maybe?
3: <laughs> Kurt? wait! you just threw out, hey, what's up? I'm good. What's going on? We want to host the Thea's. Okay. Well, I didn't but- say host. <laughs> okay, this was okay. just a cover. I just said, you know, we'd love attend. to come out. Okay. 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 Um, so you take which up bar- seats. And these seats cost a great deal. $500. <laughs> They're
1: going on expense accounts, you right. know? Sure. But Companies look, are writing them off. Here's the way I figure it. Uh, who's
2: going down to cover these? So mm-hmm. we this is the audience of nerds and theme park people who would be like, oh, you know, there's this award show and it recognizes
3: stuff that we all like. So in this my place mind that sells five hundred dollar banquet seats easily every for many decades in a row, needs our help, needs our help. Sure. Yes.
1: Trade it's- groups famously love publicity about their day to day operations.
2: Um, but we were told that our podcast is probably, uh, uh, they don't think it's a good match for the Theo awards <laughs>
1: faster than a, uh, Jack, Jack, faster than a Jack, Jack <laughs> taking off on the, uh, Incredicoaster. Yeah. We got a response saying, thanks, but no.
2: Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So, so basically, so again, this doesn't have a good, this story doesn't have a good ending, but no, it's very sad. Uh, was it two Saturdays ago? Yeah. Two Saturdays ago, uh, Lindsay had something to do, and Jason and I
1: had nothing.
2: Had to nothing do. to do, <laughs> so we went down to the parks the day the Theo words were happening. Oh, oh! <laughs> and we staked it out. We did not wear tuxes like I wanted to and try to sneak in, um, which I know is not good boy behavior. But I felt this since this email, it would be like cosmically like us getting to see the show would be would make up for the sting of this mm-hmm. painful <laughs> email. email. Um, So we just kind of like hung out. So it was basically in like, I guess it's the main ballroom. And we saw there was yeah. one security guard standing outside the Theo wards. <laughs> like, and we were like, that's ah, right in there. Because you saw people in ga- gowns and tuxes. This is no, this is no goof around. Yeah. This is a real
1: life. <laughs> and to paint a picture directly next door was the Dapper Days convention. Yes. So people oh. selling like a tie. So you had classic evening, like tuxedos and gowns. And then next to it, like suspenders and um, uh, uh, poodle skirts and and bow tie, like the, the dappled, Dapper Day kind of look. We met a guy, we met a listener who was yes, down he was there. was down
2: for Dapper Day. Dapper oh. Days. He gave us a little hack too, is that they uh, the hotels are a discount if you go through like... A certain like a trade show a or convention. an expo, oh. you get a discount. So if you were in Depot Day, tickets are like $15 or $10. Yeah, and
1: he got an insane discount on this. He got a crazy these, Disneyland like, Hotel, hotel discount. I was like, oh. oh,
2: that is a good little hack. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we, uh, as I think as we were coming in, I wasn't sure if the people with the curly mustaches and the like hat, the cabby hats were for the Theas or for Depp. But then we figured out yeah. there were two separate things going on.
1: Yes, the Theas were much more square. Okay. Yes, like, but. So, so,
2: but I would say like there was a room you could see there was a room where they had like a reception area and then the actual ballroom I think where the awards took place mm-hmm. and after the awards were over. They were pumping loud music. Like there was a loud thump, thump, four on the floor beats, modern music coming out of there. So I think there were some people that were still partying.
1: Yeah, but that was the official like cast party. The real cast parties are elsewhere. You well, know? sure, You know how so, it is theater kids. I know some of you are listening.
2: So what happened was uh, we were. Walking around and all of a sudden like, so wait, basically what Jason's is Jason's pass is blacked out that day. Yes. Mine is not. Mm-hmm. I did the Scott Gerdner trick, went to the monorail and out and started racking up fast passes while Jason and I yeah. were eating dinner.
3: But have I said what I learned, which is that then you can't go into Disneyland after? Uh, I got in weird trouble from that. If you do that, then the next Whoa. park you enter has to be California Adventure. That's interesting. Because it's another- like you entered the park twice and that throws off the system. So be careful with oh, that. Oh,
2: interesting. Hack. But anyway. I've done that, but it's only been just by happenstance, California Adventure.
3: I've done it like within, I somehow got from one to the other in 10 minutes. And they're like, wait a minute, you're already here. Uh, n- uh, wait, wow. I went in and out. Wait, stand here. What, like a person was called over. It wow, really? Yeah, yeah. So just be careful with okay. that. Okay, Cisco
2: California Adventure. Yeah, I guess so. Um, so then we went back and, I mean, long story short, because this episode is already long. Uh, the After Party... Is it Trader Sam's? Mm. And
1: the newly expanded Tangaroa Terrace, featuring an outdoor bar patio. Basically,
2: Jason and I sat, and one of us stood, because there was no room, with, in the middle of, I don't want to say, maybe a a 75 to 100 tuxedo-gowned Imagineer theme (laughs) park-related industry people... All having like a celebratory drink or a wallowing and losing drink. Uh,
1: And very quickly realized anyone in this organization who has listened to our show and sent us a nice email is far too young and does not get to use the expense account to travel to Anaheim. That
2: sort of because like, look, Jason and I were really hoping that there would be like some people who have... Um, messages over over the last year and a half of like oh wow or whatever and then we'd be invited to some secret like cabal some <laughs> secret imagineer after and party
1: that's it we did round a corner and run face almost smack dab into the people or the women behind the disneyland foodies account oh uh, yeah yeah that, that was very nice to talk to them for a while
2: yeah they were that was very nice they were they were not there for the they theos. were, not they were there. there for just having a good time yeah. at disney mm-hmm. um but I think yeah we uh, at least my so guys
3: cut to the ch- which Imagineers did you hook up with <laughs>
1: <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Jason and Bob? Let me Ger- hear those lurid
3: details. Jason and Bob Gurr went well, back. <laughs> uh,
1: I hooked up with a delicious Steakhouse Fifty Five cheeseburger. Oh, I nice. gotta say that might be the best burger on prop. Delicious, really. Oh, I didn't with, know. With like fried potato, like mm. wonderful.
2: Yeah, open. I had uh I had hot, uh, Nashville hot chicken. Yeah, which nice.
1: was really good. And you can get mm-hmm. this in the We were in the bar. We were just eating in the bar. So, basically with some people from Pasadena who were getting hammered. It just kept getting yeah. weirder and weirder as the meal went on. I of course
2: had uh, two complaints then sort of at the end of the night. Basically that we were not involved in, in tuxes, and two that we were not having the having the fun of the people that were there. So, next year I'm not saying we have to host, mm-hmm. but we have to at least present, do a bit in the show. There's got to be some involvement here. We have to call on the listeners to, uh, I don't want to say bombard the Theos, the Tia Award.
1: Uh, bother them. <laughs> but,
2: but in a nice say, you know what? We love themed entertainment. Uh, these are the king. These three gentlemen are the kings. They would. They would plus up this event like the nothing else. The original
1: kings. We are wearing comically oversized suits. Yes. The original, the original kings, of, kings theme of theme park comedy. Park <laughs> the original
2: <laughs> kings of theme park comedy. I think that's right, actually. I don't think there's any dispute to that. So, Jason in- the
3: Entertainer. <laughs> had oh, another uh, dick rest in peace uh, so so wait any, no Bernie Mac's the one who passed away oh yep Jesus yeah. but, uh, <laughs> the entertainer ultimately when things come to that I hope you rest I mean, we'll in, in peace yeah yes hope we all do all of us
2: uh, so we'll be involved next year that is my hope because it honestly I was jealous of the fun these tuxedo people were having and I said wouldn't it be great if we were having this fun too and wouldn't it be great if everyone knew us and thought we were great that's what I was well, feeling well sure but, but you I
3: see there nice. but you're saying we're, we're having fun but we're not having their fun two feet over I had over. a
1: lovely evening with my friend Michael and a terrific meal really yeah, <laughs> yeah, good yeah. I I like I'm
2: yeah. just saying say next year next year I want to be in a tuxedo I want to be getting I want to be people coming up and going that bit you guys did was so great how did you get that cameo from uh, uh, Jeff Garland? <laughs> how did uh, how wow? That's so great! You guys
3: are great. Hey, from Hondo, let me you let got me... the
2: real Hondo. Hey, do you want to design a? Do you want to design one of the rooms on the new Avengers coaster? <laughs> like an arm around me, you know? Which character do you want in there? Huh? Which hey, X-Man? there's a
1: country. Well, it doesn't exist yet because it's still being coup de tot. But they got a lot of money for a little bit of time to build a theme <laughs> park. Yeah.
2: That's what I... Yeah, exactly. You know, would you guys... There's a there's going to be a Hanna-Barbera land in... Uh, there's a South America country, uh, yeah, that we're building a whole theme in market. Yeah, in
3: the yeah. process of being co-opted. Um, and, we're not sure, yeah. yeah.
2: So, We're you building guys,
1: a terminal ride in, ironically, a country that is going through a terminal sort of limbo. <laughs>
3: which
2: Hanna-Barbera property? And I would say, well, the uh, Partridge Family 2025 uh, from Hanna-Barbera's library. And they go, that sounds like a great idea here. Uh, you draw up a plan and we'll do it.
3: That's what I want... <laughs> Next year, we're foreclosing Nicolas Cage's island uh, for tax evasion, <laughs> and we're building a theme park there. Uh, it's all and, I want, and you can build a new Marvel McFay. The,
1: the contract does say there has to be a Mandy ride, a, mo- a Mandy ride based on the the recent movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, I like
3: this. I think this threat is going to get us in there, and yeah. if they don't, <laughs> if they don't let us in, then we're going to go Sam B on their ass and do the not. Not your dad's Thea Awards I right agree. next door. It's gonna be full of attitude and punk bands and we're gonna take the piss out of the Theas. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. Well we'll we'll be right back. You guys have a lot to think about. <laughs> and we will get to some of your questions, like one or two. <laughs> All right, we are back, and we're finally ready to make it not about us, but about you. We are taking some of your questions. We just did a call on Twitter. Thank you for sending them. Uh, And we have a lot in the Send Always be sending. Send send us a question every day. (laughs) ABS. Always (laughs) be sending. We (laughs) will... We'll get to it sometime in the next eight years, uh, uh, but I'll I'll be scouring the Twitter. But I know you guys had some archive oh, questions yeah, yeah. that you uh, you were looking forward to bringing up, and I'll I'll look at the new stuff. Um, uh, yeah, so so there's a couple. Yeah, we had these a few months ago. We've called
2: for questions before. These are old questions. Um, this was an Instagram question, uh, user that pappy. <laughs> Uh, and this this is a little. We'll get to, into this when we do a full video. But I like this question. What's the ideal Star Tours video order? Oh, which is a very fun, I think, question. We don't have to say maybe why. Maybe we give a quick version, and we can get into it more when we. Finally yeah, I know. Do. I Adventure thought maybe we continues. talk about this. with
3: adventures continue. Uh, but I mean, I'll do, give, yeah, just off the top of your head, off um, the top of
2: my head, I like uh, I I like uh, Kashik, the Wookiee planet, and I like uh, going to the Gungan city.
1: Oh,
3: that Yes, and Naboo. Yeah, I like that it, one. It, is Wookie a, a first scene? Yes. Yeah, so I'd go I'd go with that or Padres. Padres is pretty fun. Um maybe Wookiee though, because when he gets stuck to it's the eh, really fun. I, I want uh I want BB8 in the middle or Yoda, uh-huh. I think. Um and uh, I yeah, I like Gungan. I really do. It's great. I'm no, I'm I'm not one of these. I like Jar Jar now. People, <laughs> I I I don't like. But that planet is so fun, and the the um getting uh, the, the 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 like spike of the uh, boat ship hitting you, mm-hmm. breaking the glass at the end. And I didn't realize until recently there's another one where it doesn't. Break. It's why I didn't I realize it until that. a year, like six months ago. Wow. Um, oh yeah, blew my mind um you know I, I i you know i think they did a good job with the it wouldn't be my ideal i kind of i got a little tired of the the red salt planet but i think they did a crate, good job with crate. that world um but and i got that in japan but then the uh galaxy's edge setup scene in japan yeah. where they are not getting right galaxy's edge it was very off-putting yeah um i guess it's still it's still promoting tourism to the other spots, yeah. but uh, um, but I like that little scene. That gives you a nice little. Oh, I love that. I like that. But yeah, that's that's my ideal order. I think. I,
1: I like Jakku, the like the uh, you know the f- where you're tracing the Falcon through all the wreckage and stuff from Force Awakens and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, what else? Yeah, I don't know. I like acknowledging the r- mythology of the prequels. Like whether you like the prequels or not, like it does make it feel like a more lived in universe and stuff to go like no that's that exists Definitely. that's canon yeah. and like yeah that the one food stall coming to galaxy's edge is like yeah it's hot dogs cooked over an old pod racer engine it's like i love it it's, i it's that's really probably cool.
3: where i'm going first the, the lava planet in the uh in the the uh, void vr th- yeah, the void yeah, oh, lo- yeah. love that yeah, um, Mustafa. um Mustafar. Yes. so Vader's yeah. castle so cool uh um yeah they, absolutely they should keep prequel stuff alive uh um, and sort of like repurpose it and do something neat with it yeah I agree. um yeah but we'll go yeah we'll hit we'll hit adventures uh continue in the near future um uh what what else we got uh
1: i've got one uh i selfishly picked this one because i kind of have a story related to it michael hidalgo emailed and asked ever gotten sick while on a long distance park trip i recently got hit with the stomach flu while on a week-long trip visiting walt disney world in a similar situation would you force yourself to hit the parks or would you opt for comfort and just take it easy back at the hotel uh, what do you think guys ever, this ever happened to you?
3: I don't think I, I think luckily I have not gotten super sick, uh, on a I, theme park trip. As a child, I got sick on the way back once. Okay. Was a little,
2: I was, I was a little kid. That's when I had ate a corn dog and I threw up. I, and that's why I haven't had a corn dog since. Um, which I guess that's maybe my mountain to climb. Like Scott's drops and excel and, uh, launches. I should eat a corn dog We should build up to me Eating a corn dog Oh again. you swore off corn dogs Really Yeah oh. I mean I didn't But it was just like As a kid you were like Oh I don't like corn dogs it make me throw up But it's like sure. It's fried oh, hot sure. dogs
3: do, I've never been a fan Of corn dogs uh, My whole life Despite no Sickness related to it uh, But I the Boy the Frontierland uh, Corn dogs uh, uh, I only recently Started doing In Disneyland And they're
1: fantastic Disneyland yeah. Yeah. corn dogs Great Yeah Very well, yeah, That'd be uh, the one To
3: start with I think
1: I uh, did get Kind of sick once Mm-hmm. Um, well, it, it, uh, myself and my brother, my brother, once when my family was down there in the summer, got very bad sunburn. I was like grounded for a day or so of like staying in the hotel room. Um, my, my brother as a kid always got sunburned or sick on holidays. Like it became like a running joke in the family. <laughs> I got sick once when I was a freshman in high school, when I was down there, I think because I stressed myself out so much that I wasn't going to get everything done. I wanted to get done. And it was the day that just me and my dad were going to uh, go from the boardwalk hotel over to islands of adventure. But I just woke up feeling like death. And I was like, no, we got to go. We got to go. And my parents were just like, go back to sleep. You're like in really bad shape. And then like, (laughs) I think I just hadn't been sleep. I mean, just been like going from sunup to sundown. And I got a few, I slept in until like a few hours and then just had just, Took it easy and had lunch, and mm-hmm. then I was better and went the next day. But it was like, I don't know, freshman year in high school sucked. I think there was a lot mentally weighing on my mind, and I'm like, You have I, to have I, fun I, now. You have to have fun now because I have to go back to that fucking hell. <laughs> um, it wasn't even that bad of, a, of an experience compared to some people's high school experience, but it was still like, Oh, Jesus like I gotta blitz through all this and knowing I have to go back to school the day after we get back okay. sucks
3: it's still not Disney World uh, that right. was comfort that I took when I, leaving Tokyo I was the saddest I've been since leaving Disney World when I was seven where I just wept and wept uh, I was uh. so it was such an embarrassing <laughs> crying show but I but and I was really sad to leave Tokyo but I could take solace in you aren't going back to school right now yeah you don't have to go back to second grade when you leave fear it was nice to remind myself hmm. um but wait was there a question related to that like what would you do or what
2: what, um, what do you, th- you, what, do you what is your
1: opinion would oh, you boy. take it easy a little or uh, would you just power through
2: i would have to be real jacked up to not power through yeah i would have mm. to be like throwing up badly <clears throat> excuse me jeez. um i'd have to be like throwing i'm throwing up now <laughs> as your throat starts to give I'm throwing out up now i'm this mcgruff's in there uh, i did mcgruff in a bit show a couple uh, days ago, and my throat has been different since. Oh no! <laughs>
3: uh,
2: so,
1: so you did like a three-minute character piece, and Scott went on a three-minute ride, and you're both in bad shape. Mm, yes, <laughs> The
3: thirties, end- the thirties are great. Your thirties, your body <laughs> treats you. I.
1: Yeah, I. This is so late because of the. Di- I ate too many edibles on 420, and it took me a ah. couple of days to feel normal again. <laughs> yeah. You like. You I have, got Vegas. I got that. One day we'll tell the Vegas story at oh a my show God, or the something. The Vegas story is is wild. Uh, but with I you. accidentally you have did like that.
2: two to three beers, and your next two days are shot. Yeah. It's like crazy. We had one of the episodes earlier. of Our podcast, The Ride, it was your birthday, and you had had three beers the night before, and it was the first time you were like brutally late to record, and you were like Jack, real fucked Mad. up. Yeah. The last
1: two birthdays we've recorded the morning after, and I've mm-hmm. been in a bad. But way. Like with,
3: again, three beers over five or six hours. Yeah, I'm getting <laughs> to that point though. I my my grand total in spread over eight hours yesterday was I like, think. Three beers and two glasses of wine and I was like mm. am I gonna have to cancel it's, it's getting <laughs> that but, and uh, I'm and I'm feeling guardians still in my body. The, I I can't go quip on a chair for an hour and a half.
1: Then then there was just an uh an ad on the night call podcast where they were talking about like some new supplement that you can take before you go to bed after you've been drinking to prevent that sort of thing. And I'm like, mm. I gotta go back and write that name down. <laughs> that might be a good thing to look into to use that yeah, code. I so.
2: That's funny.
3: Um, um, yeah I don't know that's a tough one I guess it depends if it's like a crazy If it's a place you don't think you'll go back to If you haven't been there for right. the, uh, But also you know so many of these places have nice Resort property like you gotta enjoy the pool And st- I would just say like then yeah. do A more mellow vert don't do a Jam it all into A, a front to close day Yeah, yeah uh, take it easy take watch it what you're
1: eating Oh and also like Disneyland Has doctors on call And like an urgent care practically On the property Universal has like at the concierge they'll give you there's a phone, there's phone numbers you can call if you're down in Orlando on vacation and you're ill and they will connect you with a doctor or a dentist cuz my dad had like <laughs> a tooth like ache like a bad tooth thing go and they were able to get him an appointment the next morning and at least get him some antibiotics before he could get back home and get the tooth pulled was it um,
2: like a character was it like Dr Octopus who
1: <laughs> oh I wish no I <laughs> I think it was just a friendly Orlando professional,
2: right? <laughs> um, yeah, so it's all a, that's a case by case basis. I think. Yeah, take so. it
1: easy. Uh, if you're contagious, please uh, quarantine yourself to your hotel. Oh well, yeah,
3: don't go well, to wear the mask. Yeah. yeah, a lot of masks in Japan. They they're probably smart. Yeah, they know what sure. they're doing. Uh, here's a fun one from just on Twitter, from uh, uh, Tyler Holtz. Um, we might, uh, I might be looking at the same one. Uh, uh, Bob Iger has retired, and Bob Chapek is stepping down, and uh, they've chosen you three as successors <laughs> to head the head the theme Disney Parks division. What is your first order of business? Uh, we'll talk about this at length at some point, but I've probably said it before, and I'll say it again. Autopia is gone. No more Autopia. That is a day one decision, and I recently thought of how to split that land up, half of it is Tron, which also extends into where Carousel Mm. is now. That's gone to the other half... Matterhorn perfectly transitions into either Frozen or Beauty and the Beast. Frozen's a smoother transition, mm-hmm. but it's you're, you're using some of the Fantasyland side too. Beauty, this this new Beauty and the Beast ride, I think, would fit in great. This is what they are doing in Tokyo, and it is very smart. That is happening day one everywhere that it can happen, but especially Disneyland. Wow. Who could object to this plan?
1: Fascinating to hear you pitch IP, like inject some IP and stuff. Well, that I I don't think I'm an IP snob, and that Beauty and no. the Beast. Stuff looks incredible.
3: The Tron ride looks great. Yeah. Uh, um, I mean, that's what's getting built right now. Obviously, I'd love to have the Aquatopia in there or Journey to the Center of the Earth. Oh, but, sure. Like, I think, I don't know. I should, although, honestly, I think. Hey, I, if I'm the head of the division, I'm also, I want what the people want to, like that's not a weird idea in any way. That's what I don't understand. Why are we holding to the Autopia when we could put in mega crowd pleaser, people eater attractions yeah. that everyone would love? That is a no brainer. That's day one. Day two, we'll figure it out. <laughs> what do <laughs> you guys think?
2: Uh, oh my God. Uh, Marvel baby um, X-Men mansion. Fantastic. Two e-tickets. X Men's Mansion, Fantastic Four Baxter Building ride, full real yeah. mar- not this college campus Marvel Land, New York City Marvel Land, mm. crazy e tickets, tons of robots. Um, that's Love that's it. what I'm doing. Yeah, Jason, Jason.
1: Um, I uh hmm. I don't know. I feel like mine are more ethereal. I think like you more know benches. Uh, I. <laughs> I think, like, less oversight, less oversight for Imagineering. I mean, that's real pipe dreamy because Disney's always been pretty um, careful of guarding their image and the company image and stuff. But you read about what it was like in the 80s and 90s and stuff is getting built left and right. And, you know, they had more budget issues back then. But I don't think it's crazy to describe the company now as having unlimited money. Yeah, Like, there's a yeah. few companies in the world, like Apple and Disney, I think you could describe as having, like, unlimited resources. All the money. So, like loosen it up a little like go a little more wild i am not Uh proposing releasing song of the south uh sure i one of the best jokes i've heard recently was someone on a podcast describing self-reflection as a beloved american pastime and all the hosts started laughing and i was like yeah that's that's (laughs) true and that's why they should not put song of the south on uh disney plus oh
3: yeah yeah i might give people some new good ideas
1: yeah Um. i yeah i feel like the worst people in the world would be super jacked for it for the wrong reasons um (laughs) plenty of clips of it on youtube uh i think just like yeah loosening up and i don't want to say like drop prices but it does feel like disney has become much more exclusionary to regular people or like come and come with money, and that was always the attitude. But I feel like you saw a lot more promotions in the '90s and even in the 2000s of like, come for half a day, come for free on your birthday, and mm-hmm. maybe that's more realistic to implement in Orlando, where the infrastructure is a little better. And out here, at Disneyland's just so crushed by current demand.
3: Mm-hmm. But it, I think they should get friendlier with that stuff in California Adventures, since they want yeah. people over there. And in the past, they've done like a really cheap. Costco ticket that's only California Adventure yeah that I thought I really thought about doing uh, um you know hey I'm there for for wine and one ride so works out great for me sure but like I I do think if they're trying to spread the crowds out more uh, um yeah do 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 some of that make California Adventure more people-friendly and being that Star Wars is going to be such a crush soon yeah enough.
1: and I I kind I kind of like that they're doing the Epcot like always running a festival model at california adventure because people seem into that and Mm -hmm. it is a nice way to like do tasting menus and stuff Um, sure sure but yeah i think a little um a little less hostility to your customers (laughs) is probably probably my um thing yeah
3: yeah yeah um. Anybody got uh, anything, anything else? Do. Oh, wait, re- wait, really I like fast. How from, I, uh, I was oh, going to say
2: I like how uh, Scott and I pitched rides and Jason pitched a corporate restructuring.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's
3: some
2: mayor talk. look, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's, they got to think about the big uh, picture.
1: It's a crowd, crowd pleaser. Sorry,
3: Scott, go ahead. Oh, it's really fast. This is from Dan and 7 on Twitter. Who is your favorite tiny fuppet? Anna Manuel is the answer. We can move on.
1: Okay.
3: Um, <laughs> I think I was going to say Tommy. Oh, thanks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 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 Well, Tummy's tummy's the heart. Tummy gets abused and uh, Tummy needs the most love. (laughs) <laughs> always was a big gonzor
1: kid oh, oh thanks so.
3: <laughs> i'm also fin- off really fun. I'm, tr- I'm thinking about a spin-off with mr fresh juice who's the equivalent of the kool-aid man oh, um, i have an idea of like a where the puppets don't factor in and it's only the i'll pass that to the portuguese <laughs> well, animators I, behind
1: i believe all of them have their own solo projects in development like any any property <laughs>
3: like joaquin phoenix joker Ooh, that's yes. it. that's an idea. All like
1: right. we we have heard through grapevines that like every obscure storyline in Marvel and DC is being mined and pitched like right now.
3: That's what's going to start um, happening yeah. in the first. Anyway,
2: I didn't mean to dominate with that. Uh, we'll see if I I will have to cut this out. Uh, I am getting right now a rumor mm. from a friend. <gasps> if this is uh, obviously if he doesn't want me to do this, I'll Crow's cut this out. Back in Dumbo, but no, he is saying right now there is a rumor. That there will be a Jurassic World tiki bar at ah, Universal Hollywood. Whoa! There we go. And
3: now we're talking. Suddenly, maybe I buy <laughs> braves. Suddenly, I stand. Face to face, toe to toe with the Indominus. Oh you man, stand and the Indominus. I, yeah, I'm going to stand. We stand, stand up on the, ride. the Indominus. Yeah, one, hey, one my tie, and I start doing crazy things. Well,
1: you got to hold. You got to have two as a tribute to Jimmy. Yeah, <laughs> there's two margaritas you had to say.
3: Oh yes, yeah. Now if that, can you imagine if that was on the ride? If a Buffett robot ran away, <laughs> gosh, <laughs> now that's a dream. <laughs> that's probably the answer to one of these questions. What if you were in charge of Universal? What would you do, Jimmy Buffett robot? Um, right interesting Uh,
1: (laughs) show scene where the uh slightly aloof assistant you've known for two minutes gets dropped into a pool to be eaten
3: (laughs) um anybody well this one is uh uh
2: this is just this one's just for jason Mm. um and i'm trying to i've just scrolled past because i'm an idiot uh this is from at ben stands what's jason's favorite depression era food (laughs)
1: <laughs> even the great depression not when i'm depressed right
2: <laughs> yeah no i think they're yeah they're talking about the great depression
1: uh, <laughs> hmm that is a great a question
3: of depressionary food
1: i i was probably a luxury during the depression mm-hmm. um well soup and bread is hard to beat but um this is actually a little pre-depression but uh, Philadelphia favorite Goldenberg's peanut shoes which were originally made as a ration for uh doughboys dough uh in the in the trenches troops in the trenches during World War one um uh, are, are a real favorite. it's just molasses and peanuts <laughs> and uh traditionally dark chocolate. Uh, you would eat it, you know, when you're on the front and gives you a little energy boost, uh, that became a, a favorite Philadelphia treat and, and has really like, uh, up their game in recent years with social media and, and publicity and stuff. And now you can get them in Los Angeles, uh, delicious and vegan.
3: Wow. I am so impressed with the speed and dexterity of that answer. I'm really Always glad ready to go with a treat. That was asked. Um, let me keep looking here. I mean, how do you talk? Uh,
1: I've got an Epcot one. Sure. From Mark Miskovich. The directive is given to you that you must replace one of the countries at Epcot with a new country. <laughs> Which oh. country would you choose to get the axe and what would get in? I would nix Canada and replace it with India, says Mark. I feel like we can only
2: comfortably say get rid of United States or yeah, Canada. Yeah, get rid of
1: United States. You can't say Yeah, there's
3: yeah.
2: three Lots. white guys are not allowed to get rid of a non-white country. That's um, not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's other European countries. Sure. Yeah.
3: so Well, let's go. Through. It certainly wouldn't be Mexico. It certainly wouldn't be Norway. Um, I mean, some of them could get. I'd rather get give something an attraction than like it's not as if just the surroundings are so bad i mean how about is is germany uh are we allowed to cancel germany oh, as white I see. people
2: maybe yeah maybe
3: um because there's nothing going on in right. germany the beer, yeah, but what do the you beer, huh? put in there i
1: would love i mean it was it was pitch it was it was real enough to be on one of the tv specials with alex haley introducing it right the africa outpost hmm, really uh yeah there was supposed to be a whole pavilion which it's it's crazy that it was for a whole continent but I do mm-hmm. think like um Africa and and the Middle East are underrepresented and countries with amazing regions with amazing uh cultures and food and everything mm-hmm um i think wait, it- wait
3: what's our ticket to here's what it is i mean i don't know which country specifically you would associate it with but uh, uh how do you get sinbad in there
2: mm, interesting. interesting
3: yes yes part of me all but part of me is a
2: little bit like kind of wants it to stay just in tokyo i
3: do kind of like that you have to make the journey to see the journey yeah
1: but I mean the the Morocco bed, the right? Morocco Pavilion is very beautiful and those restaurants are, are supposed to be very good and that's it, true. Yeah. It, if that Iran Pavilion had ever been built, I think it could have gone a big way for like relations between the two countries. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
2: Uh. Whew, this is tough. Uh, all right. Get rid of America
3: uh get rid of the u.s pavilion mark twain shaking hands with can you just leave them like put them on say, a barge out move, in the lake move that show forever. Yeah.
1: <laughs> to the hall of Presidents. that show is better than the hall of presidents oh yeah absolutely swap those bad boys
2: mm-hmm. man yep, good point yep, yep um and then uh put in um australia hmm
3: rescuers That's, down yeah, under Did
2: uh, he, he ticket?
3: Yeah. Mm, flying on the wing of Eagle. Yeah. Great. Yeah. A Soarin'. That's yeah. I, have, I don't know. Anybody's asking for rescuers down under, but it'll I be mean, good when yeah. you're on it. Yeah. You're going to like it when it's you're like on it. Tiny Soarin'.
2: Yeah. I am getting more details Ooh. about this Jurassic World tiki bar. Mm-hmm. On the to- it's on the top of Jurassic Outfitters, supposedly. Oh, because there's
1: a second level. Oh, yeah. Where yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. great
3: idea. Yeah. Yes. All right.
1: Man, Mm -hmm. you you guys can go there. I can meet you with one of those big, crazy ice creams they have only announced on the lower lot.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, That were closed when we were there. Uh, And I won't say this part, but I do have a date for possibly the soft opening. Oh.
1: (laughs) Is is it Lindsay? Lindsay? (laughs) No, 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 no. uh, Nailed uh, it.
3: (laughs) That's you, Jason, of course.
1: Uh, It's me.
3: It's Jason and I um uh here, here's here's one uh, uh houston barber on twitter uh if you were in charge of adding a new modern day scene for spaceship earth to come after the steve jobs robot what would it be uh <laughs> i've got it i've got it right away you have to do innovators and, and inventors and people who push the ball forward it would be del close inventing the herald <laughs> How del you. Close. <laughs>
2: robot in a hoarder's apartment as bob odenkirk described when he went in there it was with full the iguana. Of shit. It was in the middle of winter and there was a busted window. <laughs> <laughs> it was just blowing freezing cold Chicago air into his shitty apartment.
1: Eating marijuana flour with out of a cereal bowl with a spoon. Jesus. The story Bob Odenkirk
2: tells is he saw Del Close. By the way, Del Close invented long form improvisation. He taught a lot of like people like Bill Murray, Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, Helen Arkin. They originally um, used to be people. Uh yeah, Bob Odenkirk, like I guess he was like a kid and he would just like he was he was interviewing people for a newspaper, and he ran into him in a bookstore. And he was like, "Hey, you're Del Close. Can I interview and Del, uh, get uh, an interview from you?" And he goes, "I love it." <laughs> and then like took him into his apartment
3: and then like answered his questions. You told him to take a bite out of crime. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 I do remember. Yeah, I remember him saying that the apartment was crazy, and and uh, he yeah he lived in this insane hovel. But he was also like, you know, saying thing after thing that would like uh, like. I just remember Odenkirk's takeaway being, "I want to be that age and have something that I can't wait to do the next day, mm. uh, uh, like because we're going to do this, where we flip this format on its head, and then we're going to do this show, and we're going to combine this with that." And he was very uh, into it still. Yeah, yeah, it ended up being a positive. That actually found that to be cool, which I, I I'm a big admirer of Odenkirk, and I think that is what he's he's like as boy. You know, uh, that's a guy who's like doing it and relevant and current in his 50s. And uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so that was. Ended up being He's, a nice story. Maybe we should, should t- tribute to not I and, mean, that's <laughs> the
1: story with anything, like the actual act of doing, of, of writing or acting or improv and stuff. The actual act of doing it tends to still be pleasant. It's just the trappings that are around it or the things you associate with it your memories and emotions mm-hmm. is the baggage.
2: True. I don't want to just keep talking about this Bob Odenkirk interview about Del Close on this <laughs> Theme Park podcast, yeah, but I, I, I really like in that interview he also talks about how like when he went to Second City, the whoever was running Second City was giving him like the fantasy answer of like And then uh, John Belushi got up on stage and he was great and everyone loved him. Like there was no like practicality to it, whereas Del Close was like, you know, you do these are the steps and you're going to be bad. And like he sort of walked them through it in a realistic way where it it made it less magical, which honestly is something I needed somebody to tell me when I was a kid. Because as a kid, you think, oh, if you're talented, you're talented. And mostly it's just like grinding through hard work to try to figure something out.
1: Yeah,
3: It's so much better to hear that heroes are fallible yes. every once in a while there's like a prince or somebody who's like struck by lightning like no one will ever be as talented as that guy but yeah. it's not helpful to hear So how that guy get where he is because he's the greatest ever to do mm-hmm. it and you will never <laughs> yeah i love hearing any stories of like fallibility of, of somebody who ended up being great is, uh, is yeah. the best. Yeah, so that's
2: what Dell gave him. So, yeah, Dell should be in Spaceship Earth for sure.
3: <laughs> Clearly. Well, he uh, we had legitimate reasons for that. <laughs> but what a... Oh, but now I feel gross. What a dorky... That's a real. Oh, look, close. would you rather have,
1: like, Twitch streamer ninja dabbing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> would you rather have the Dolan twins in there doing whatever it is they do?
3: Oh, uh, yeah, we need PewDiePie... Uh, pioneering the uh (laughs) uh, and and early influencers filled the world with compelling enriching content olivia (laughs) jade is there
2: olivia
1: (laughs) jade Jade is there i mean i would love a Marin (laughs) animatronic telling uh, a barack obama animatronic of how he almost got updated but he still hasn't gotten. Even after talking to Lauren, he still doesn't quite understand.
3: The new Twain and Franklin shaking hands is yeah. uh, uh, Obama and Marin shaking hands. Nothing, yeah.
2: nothing good happened after that scene and that ride, though. So I don't know what to. What I like put.
3: the idea that there are robots of Lori Laughlin and Olivia Jade, and then that's where you start going downhill and you turn it into oh, a yeah. thrill ride. Oh, now it's yeah. a plummet to the bottom of uh, <laughs> of time. Uh, yeah, one that uh,
1: spins and has an incline. Like Disney hasn't really done that yet, but that's sk- what yeah, it feels like. You fall like. off
3: a cliff at that, yeah. at that moment.
1: Accelerationism. The end of the ride is accelerationism. Everything's getting faster and faster and the human mind can't process it correctly.
3: You watch whatever Paul coming out of the suicide forest and then you sin and then... <laughs> then
1: that that was definitely Logan,
3: <laughs> and then it's the it's a bigger. For you have to dig a basement in Spaceship Earth, and you go hundreds of feet into yeah. the ground. Um I was
2: gonna, I'll say, let's do like kind of a fantasy to the future look, like that you were trying to do for Carous- with Carousel of Progress. Let's have uh let's, and we can put IP on it too. The wally e people in the chairs. No, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, because yeah. that's technology, that's an innovation. Oh, and Now spaceship-
3: we got IP. Uh, you know what? I know my Epcot. The you know nerd tradition answer is supposed to be don't touch spaceship Earth. It's perfect. The Da Vinci guy. If they just made that a Wally ride, I'd be so happy. <laughs> That'd be great. And then you get up to the like to the space part, and you're watching projections of them like playing in the stardust and all that. That'd be sure? wonderful. I love Wally. That'd, That'd be cute. better. I I guess I'm a real. I guess I'm becoming an IP guy. You're an IP man now. Apparently, I mean, <laughs> as long as they build, as long as they bring back uh, Figment somewhere. I don't. Yeah. I'm not. I not i do not feel like uh, keep Epcot as it is no. decaying and hasn't been touched <laughs> in decades. Like Wally Ryan's Spatial Birth would be awesome. Actually.
2: Sure. Yep. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. Any other? No. I'm, I'm good with my Spatial Birth answer. Great. Uh, um, Adam Framp. A uh,
3: frog
2: Adam Framp from Instagram asked, "What would you want for a fifth gate in Florida?" And then he said, "Disney's Florida Adventure." And of course, haha, that's not what we want. We don't want that. Um,
1: Well, I I would want the weird... I would want, like, the Wakichi Springs uh, Florida (laughs) sideshow version of it. Sure. But I don't think the state of Florida would be super fond of that.
2: My answer for for this is what had been rumored, which I remember hearing back when I was 18 that this was on the table. And I don't know. I've seen it online, too. So there must have been some truth to somebody having this idea in in the company. The Disney Villains Thrill Park. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, with, like, Maleficent's Castle as opposed to the... So it's a reverse it's a negative
3: version of main street that always like, sounded like a cool way for them to do because you were feeling in the late 90s early 2000s that they're getting a little cheaper so, but so for them to do all right a, like a six flag style park with less theming would be cheaper but the thrills would kind of counteract that that just seemed like a good like oh that is what they should be doing if they're trying to spend less money i'm yeah. surprised it didn't, it didn't happen
2: i am surprised it didn't happen as well i mean at this point now we don't want the cheap version we yeah. want the crazy yeah, yeah, sure. e-ticket roller coasters. Now. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to be a thrill I, park. But I think I mean, that the market, people love evil, people love haunts, people love horror. So give us the Disney version of it. And you could have the, the amount of Halloween events, uh, Halloween events year-round you could throw in just this park alone. I really think it's a great idea
1: still. I, I would still like to see, I mean, I've watched a few videos on it now and it's crazy that it got so far to be in the promotional materials, but the Beastly Kingdom part of Animal Kingdom, yeah, still yeah. looks great. Um yeah, I don't know. I'm very curious to see what that that new universal park is going to be like. The theme park university had a whole like this hmm. might be interesting, like a main street city walk hybrid with the hotel at the end to not block the view and like four different portals that you pay for one ticket but you have to go back out to that main street to get into each land mm-hmm. like the mm-hmm. idea of, of uprooting what we think of like how the parks are designed and function is interesting to me if they can get away with it
2: yeah I, I agree Beastly Kingdom yeah sounds awesome Sure, sure. Uh, what do you think um
3: I, uh, Disney Sea <laughs> <That's good. laughs> I, I'm, so, sure. I'm such a Disney Sea haze so yeah. the, oh
2: I got this uh uh, Disney Swamp.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's essentially the same, but the water is all uh, yeah green swampy, and brown. shitty water like, yeah, like in Florida. Yeah. Um, all right, I got all distracted by this one, which I think is I uh, am like, do I? know my history well enough to answer this, but I like the question. Peter Page asks, best five-year run of a creative group. Universal 2010 to 2014 had Diagon and Hogsmeade. Disney 92 to 96 had uh, uh, DLP Tower and uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, My vote is Disney 71, Pirate's Mansion, and uh, Disney World.
1: Uh, I think for us, the Baxter run of yeah you know, uh, big thunder star tours splash mountain but you gotta go five years oh five years shit so i think I don't you, know. you, I don't well, know you gotta years. include
3: the famous breck eisner moment where yeah. uh both uh star tours and uh, uh and splash got approved yeah. Um, it's, I think Disneyland was at its best. A lot of great stuff. What, what, what would my years be on that? Is it like 84 to 89? Yeah. I mean, a ton of my, the stuff that looms really large uh, to me. Oh, that's when all the Star Tours is happening. I think we're about to hit another five-year thing. Hmm? Yeah, that's, It yeah. feels
2: like five years for both companies. Uh, we're, yeah. about to, we're at the yeah. start of like very big f-
3: fives. Whenever... Um, Whatever would overlap with uh, Radiator Springs and the general improvements of California Adventure, I think a fantastic yeah, run.
1: That culminates in like 2012, all of that opening, I think. I think. But stuff gradually started in like 2010, maybe it, can 2011. You, can you
3: find a five-year window that also then intersects with like Avatar and um, um there's I'll, been a, the mid 2010s have been pretty strong
1: you know i follow disneyland stuff growing up on the east coast i followed it so rarely only when it was in specials or the magazines and stuff but for me as a kid from like uh 89 89 was opening of mgm studios right 89 yeah. to 94 yeah. where you saw tomorrowland 94 like um that tomorrow late, like yeah, that's lots a good of stuff of opening in Florida. Lots of hotels opening, like
3: Toontown, which came out of the gate pretty strong. Yeah, um, what else is early '90s? And I honestly, when they built all those '90s hotels, that's a dorky answer, but like yeah, Yacht and Beach Club, Grand Floridian, Swan and Dolphin, they're Boardwalk. all really cool. We yeah. love the Boardwalk uh-huh. Hotel. Strong '90s uh hotels. In yeah. addition to the to the. um uh, you know the theme parks getting better. I think Maelstrom you'd put in that run too. Oh that's yeah, a good one. Uh, that's that's a little generic, but I, the, I think for you gotta you gotta put Baxter in there. Uh, I think the well, Baxter sure.
2: or or when Disney World opened that five year trunk. Sure, sure. Um, I remember. I'm just reporting news from other theme park podcasts. But on one of the Jim Hill podcasts, I think he reported that Breck Eisner was going to be directing the Creature from the Black Lagoon in the original Dark Universe whoa
1: huh but i
2: obviously that fell apart and now it's blumhouse uh, for the boy that's hmm. um, all right well let's get like one or two more yeah uh let's see here um guilt somebody just said dollywood which we haven't been to yet hmm. um how many okay here this is a quick one how many of those cute waddle plushers are you planning on buying when galaxy's edge opens uh one
1: (laughs) i'll say one reasonable answer (laughs) they're pretty tiny right like they're little guys um yeah i would i you know what i've been looking at a lot of the pre-opening press and stuff and i'm like i don't know what souvenirs i really need from here i think the toy darien like the toys that look like they were hand sewn look pretty cool but i don't know if i would get anything maybe Hmm. if there's like metal metal like desk stuff I don't know. I try to buy you want a nice paperweight yeah, or a I, I almost said paperweight, and then I knew you would roast my ass. Uh, it, either something has to be really uh, pleasing to my aesthetics to buy at a theme park now, or needs to also serve a practical I'll purpose.
2: i take the Black Spire Outpost three-hole punch, please,
1: <laughs> Michael. When was the last time you used a three-hole punch? I not it's me. All it's PDFs for you. now, baby. <laughs> i like to print it out i I remember film school professors professors saying like make sure to have a box of brass brass uh, brads at home (laughs) right that's what they're called to put Uh, scripts together
3: which if you bought one then you still have all those brads today
1: 2007
3: (laughs) yeah i have there's things like that like q-tips and stuff where you like well the one the the package that i bought 15 years ago is still what i have um uh, so if they have uh, Q tips I'll get uh, Galaxy's okay, Q-tips.
1: Okay great yeah yep. get mm-hmm. some toiletries. So we got a good like, Uh I've got final. one. Um what okay. Is this final
2: is this a good final one?
1: Yeah, I think so. Oh okay good. From uh Wins winstinius on instagram what's the single theme park experience you want to have but have not yet be it a ride or exclusive club or walk off or for jason some tasty treat okay well i do have other interests um, <laughs> but my answer would probably contain be multitudes eating uh, at victoria albert's <laughs> the Grand Leriti. uh
3: Uh huh. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I
2: mean, Hmm. it's tough. There's too many. There's not one. Obviously, just Dollywood in general is pretty yeah. high up there. But like going on Mystic Manor in Hong Kong, I, I think yeah, about often. I would, there. there was an extra park there to really entice it, entice me to go there. You just have to deal with the city of Hong Kong. Well, and that'll be fun too. I just like knowing there's like an extra because Disney Sea is such a great thing. And then Disney like, yeah, it needs, more. Tokyo, it needs Hong more. Hong Kong is just such a like, they're building it up now in a couple of years. I think it'll be a little more special, yeah, I got to but trip it's you a, do a little in a decade or something. chintzy uh, at least it had been for
3: years. Um Tron's out there for me. Yeah, Tron
2: Shanghai, looks great.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Uh and soon at Disney World. But soon. But I now I'm just, I'm also trying to think off of getting off of rides and what's just like transcendent uh, experience. We got to do Club thirty three that we honestly, hey, we've been having some good ones. Yeah, uh, talk um, to Tony
2: Baxter, recently. go to Club thirty three. It's like so many have been checked. Uh yeah. Thanks. I guess podcast. like yeah, I guess, like, working an hour on, like, Haunted Mansion or or something would be, f- like... You want to work a shift? I want to work a shift in the Haunted Mansion.
3: Um, I would fish, like... Some, fish some ashes out of there, Mike. Yeah. The, Somebody dumped ashes up. again.
1: <laughs> uh, I would like to go in all of those locked buildings we were not taken into at Disney Imagineering. Like, we saw the public sure. face. It. We saw the lobbies and the Manor El Hallway and the cafe and the store, but... I wanna see the square. I'll sign NDAs. I would like sure. to lead
2: a team of imagineers building a ride. <laughs> Is that does that count? <laughs> I'd like to be in charge. <laughs> I guess um,
3: that's partly uh,
1: Well, I still haven't been to Japan, so I got all you Japan go to go look got Japan. Go to Japan.
3: Yeah. I'm not sure. I, I think this this uh, second gate episode will have come out by now, but you will have if you check out the second gate, and please do, you may have heard about my fondness for the Pan Galactic Pizza port and Tony Solaroni. If I could spend if I could do a full loop, of that uh, experience in Tony Solaroni's chair... Just let me sit up there for 20 minutes
1: with like a jelly, uh-huh. a jelly drink, a jelly sparkling drink or whatever sure, they sell. That sure. sounds nice. Yeah. Uh,
3: um, they got those alien mochis there. So just give oh, me yeah, give me a handful of mochis and let me uh, let me experience what Tony
1: Solaroni experienced. Japan is light years ahead of us when it comes to treats and snacks. Mm-hmm. It's
2: unbelievable. Uh, my final idea is that we could record a live podcast at Cosmic Rays on the stage with Sunny Eclipse. That's, that's pretty good. That would be great. I mean, it's never going to happen.
1: Sure. I mean, just the other day, one of the Disney uh, executives was talking about the nice thing about owning Fox. Now is like the characters in West Side Story can smoke. We can't do that with the Disney smoking band. And it's just like, what, what are you talking about? What is going on? So yeah, that's a real pipe dream to let uh, us foul mouse on the stage at a we could clean <laughs> Disney up, restaurant. Though. Yeah, we'd clean it up, but. I mean, the reputation. We find that. I mean,
3: we did a legitimate run of his backwards. Uh, planet yeah. names that was not even. I mean, there was some reference to uh, you know to Lynn Bodden and some dark stuff, <laughs> but we'd clean it up. I find Sunny Eclipse's comedy legitimately funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I I find uh, Tony Solaroni funny as well. So sure, yeah, we sure. can we, we'll play in there. We'll uh, play ball. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh Hell no, yeah. we can play ball. I just you gotta com- convince the sharp pencil boys in Burbank because they say. Well, you know
3: what? I here, here's one more. I want Cranium Command to come back. And I want us to be some of the body parts. Us, oh, and, sure. us and some of our our, our favorites. Guests, you so get a you get yeah. a Mundy in there. You get a <laughs> you get a Bugsy in there. Oh yeah. Um He's like the bad. He's like uh-huh. uh, bad like I'm, I'm the bad hey. thoughts that you hide it ba- all the way in the back of your
1: brain. Maybe you should just <laughs> go masturbate instead of going to school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at you go
3: nut a little while. Um, <laughs> Have
1: you seen the squid in oh, the way?
3: This
2: isn't going to help us get Disney on our side. you <laughs> well, well,
3: Yeah yeah. This this foul cranium command. All right. Well. well that that was fun. That was fun. Jeez. Wonderful. Keep, keep sending questions. Uh, and You, you know, we're, we keep a document also where all of these go. We don't just do the Twitter bum rushes. So email us at, at gmail.com, especially with the subject heading post office, and then we'll know how to sort them. Uh, and with that, you've survived Podcast the Ride. This is a real fun uh, grab bag, I think. Uh, it's always a fun grab bag over on the second gate at uh, patreon.com slash podcast the ride. And uh, it's a fun grab bag of merchandise nice at, uh, at our T public store mm-hmm. and check out our Instagram and our Twitter. Fellas, anything else? You'd uh, mm-hmm. uh, live show June 7th. June 7th in it. Yeah. See you there. Yeah, bye-bye. Uh, all right. Talk to you next time.
1: Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Silio, and Alex Ramsey engineered and mastered by Alex Sarchet. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.